Dear Wes, I promised I would stop texting you, overreacting over something small. That's the thing, though. It just feels like reacting. So, a loophole. I'm writing you. I probably won't even send it. Something strange happened earlier. Well, okay. I opened the door. There against the chipped white doorway was a single rose. You know, sometimes the way the shadow of the clouds marble and swirl through my windows reminds me of my grandma's house. It makes me feel sick. And I'm careful to put away the scarf my sister knitted me without further damaging the hole where she dropped a stitch. I often wonder how the coffee table you gave me got scuffed, not to mention the myriad of thrifted clothes, each with a story, and even though I didn't know it, I shared it. Given all the rose bushes that lined the spy house across from my apartment complex, could only be from there. So I looked it up. Before it was a bed and breakfast, it was rented out to Ruth in the early 50s. Her, David, and a bunch of spies. David sold illustrations of the atomic bomb to Soviet spies, and they both ratted out her in-laws to save themselves and each other. In the late evening, when I go for a walk or check the mail, I catch glimpses of the vignettes of light going through the house. A porch light, the cold glow of the TV, the flickering above what I could only assume was the sink. Lights above the sink always seemed to flicker. In the finale, a single stained glass lamp in the highest window. The kaleidoscope of colors seemed to dissipate through what appears to be a woman's dress. And I wonder if it's all the pieces of Ruth left behind as life got more complicated. Or, I suppose it could be anyone. Small children signed their name on the swing out in her yard. Couples taking the seat of her and her husband to share dinner. Cats rolling through and cats rolling around in the same dirt she planted those roses in. No matter how much life seemed to come through, it never quite touches her. I bet she wonders if it's possible to actively be nothing. I bet she has so much she would say, every word cherry-picked and repeated until her teeth rotted. And that's what worries me. It's why my heart sank when I opened the door. I may not know her, but I know the parts of the story we share. So I hold on too tightly to remnants of people close to me as a reminder when they're not around. It's more often than I care to admit. You'd say I'm overthinking it, that I should stop and smell the roses. And I'd roll my eyes when you looked away. Maybe you're right. Maybe the neighbors were pruning their plants and only wanted to do something nice. Good night, Violet. El Campo Santo was made in the shadow of the Sandia Mountains in the heart of Albuquerque, New Mexico by Blackout Theater Company. Our goal is to tell the stories of Albuquerque, New Mexico on stage, screen, and anywhere else you are. This podcast was made possible with generous support from the City of Albuquerque City Council Department of Arts and Culture, New Mexico Arts, and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. If you like this podcast, you should check out our Season 1 of El Campo Santo and another podcast, Pred 101. If you would like to learn more about our plays and any other works, check out our website at blackouttheater.com.